episode is sponsored by Erin Ray Photography. You can follow her on IG at E-R-Y-N-E-R-A-E Photography. She specializes in fashion and photography. Now let's start the show. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Homegirls Podcast. This is Tempest, the Zen Homegirl. Hey guys, it's Tatiana, you know, the smart fashion mommy. Hey y'all, it's Tina, the boot up homegirl, whatever, or whatever. <laughs> and back at it again, it's your nice spiritual homegirl, Ray. So, um, as we've said plenty of times before, all our homegirls are booked and busy, but we make time Easy, for um, when we can. So, we have our final homegirl um, that we've been dying for y'all to meet. Um, it's Jazz. Woo! Hey y'all, it's your girl Smooth Jazz. Follow me on Twitter at smooth underscore jazz underscore underscore. Yes, Jazz. Okay, okay. Jazz, so which homegirl are you, sis? Because we've all figured out that Christina is the what? Buddha. 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 And Tati is the... Smart. And you know, I'm the Zen homegirl or whatever, and Rachel's the... Pray yeah, sure. for you before she fights you, you know. No. That's so I. You, sis? That's I. You. I'm the low-key homegirl, voting for everybody black. Uh, I just stay in my lane, and that's it. Yeah, we love to see it. Yay, love. Okay, great. Um, so before we get started, we do want to remind you guys to subscribe, 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 whatever streaming service you are listening on right now. Um, please subscribe. We have also just been added to iHeartRadio. So, yeah, guys, we are on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, your phone, your mama phone, our phone. Subscribe, 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 and make sure that you rate us as well, because the higher our rating, the more visibility we will have, and we want to spread our podcast to everybody, so make sure that you like, subscribe, comment, everything else. Thanks. Yeah. Also, um, follow us on Instagram at the Instagram that I can never remember. <laughs> <laughs> Homegirls.podcast. You can follow us on Twitter as well, at homegirlspot underscore. We have a lot of great content for you guys, and we are... Constantly making content so we can just engage with y'all. So make sure you follow us. Great. Um, so we'll get started with our icebreaker, my favorite part of every show. So this week we're going to do it a little bit different. Um, everybody's going to do an icebreaker so y'all can get to know us just a little bit more now that we have all of our homegirls here. Um, so who wants to go first? You know what? It me. Oh, okay. here she goes. She's <laughs> ready. Oh, hold on. It's our homegirl's birthday. Okay. Oh! Oh! Happy birthday. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Y'all keep the cut the beat. But so I don't pay. Tell you what I mean. That ain't the baby. That's my baby. That's my baby. I was right first. I was right first. Stevie. Metro, don't you? Don't you? But yes, uh, I just want to, you know, first and foremost, thank the Lord, okay? Yes, for, amen. You know, the Lord. You know, helping me see, you know, these 26 years. Yes. So, starting yes. off the icebreakers, <laughs> mine, because I'm definitely a joke, is <laughs> if you were a wrestler, what would be your entrance theme song? Mine would be Megan Thee Stallion, Riller, okay? Because... I, can I keep it, it real and real. Fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see you coming down the thing. But yeah, so that'd be my theme song because I gotta get the crowd hyped for me when I'm about to go with that ass. So yeah. 
And then, you know, when she said, bitch, ooh, ooh, I could just feel it. I can see so, the yeah. kick and everything. Yes, uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, chest, yes. pump, pump. I saw you. So, yeah, that would be my <laughs> interesting song. What, what would yours be, Christina? Um, and it cannot be a Beyonce song, sis. Unless wow. it's Ring the Alarm. <laughs> wow, that's Oh, crazy. yeah, Ring the Alarm is the only one that suffices. Ooh, or Don't Hurt Yourself. It, she has some bangers. Yeah, exactly. Just, uh, exactly. Okay. Okay. So, I, I wanted sorry. to do one, but I feel like that would have been Rachel's, and I'm not going to take her. What is it? <laughs> What is it? Oh. Okay, so it probably be Nuckabee Buck. <laughs> no, nah, you got it. Okay, great. Um, or either that, or it will be um, Girl Fight by Brooke Valentine. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. I love I'm about to throw them balls. Yeah. We about to throw them balls. Hey. Ooh, I got we about to swing them things. Oh, yeah. You better I, with that. Better, better I love that part. Mine would be a uh, fuck them other niggas. Cause Ooh, I'm down for my niggas. Yeah. Fuck them other niggas. Hey, hey bitch, I'm right. <laughs> Me, yeah. I really don't know. Probably like something thuggy shit. I can't think right now, y'all. Wow. Oh, I got one. Twelve bricks. Boom, yeah, boom. sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, she met though. Twelve bricks. Dang. Mine. It probably gotta be some young nation. What you gonna work, 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 don't stop? For sure, cause I'm about to work, work, work that ass. So she yeah. in the ring, you work, feel work, me? Work, work, Bryce, work, work, come out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bryce is gonna be my height. Oh, <laughs> Shout out to the boy Bryce. That's funny. Okay, I'll go next with my um icebreaker. So I picked if you well, hold on if aliens landed on Earth tomorrow. <laughs> I feel like and, <laughs> and offered to take you home with them. Would you go? <laughs> I would go. I would go. <laughs> Cause Look, our, our thing for me right Look, now. So I go. Do they have water? Scotty, beat me up. They doing alright, so I think <laughs> they got water. <laughs> so if they, if they got water and social media and the food got a little salt to it, I might just go. Because. And if they niggas fine, I'll go. This simulation is not. I'm definitely C4 alien. Nah, I would just tell them drop me off at heaven. If heaven was a lot of weed, spiritual. No, dead ass. <laughs> but see, like, what? A, see, then that reminds me of. Have you guys seen that um, meme of Carlos Miller where he was like God with when God was surprised? No. He, so, what the hell are you doing here? That, that'll be the Lord. What you doing here? <laughs> right. I came too early. Coffee. You one of our real niggas? <laughs> what you mean? I can't okay. pull up. Jazz. Mine. Okay. So no. Would you? No, would you? Oh um, <laughs> yeah, I would go. I wouldn't want to so, be here. Yeah. I'm sick of this plan. So, sure they got fired. so you niggas are crazy. <laughs> I would not go. I feel like um, aliens came to Africa and took us and look what the fuck we in. Ah! Oh, Those were Caucasians. Those were yeah, the white. The white. From the Caucasus Mountain. From the Caucasus Mountain. I mean, when you think about That's it, That's some alien ass shit. Children of Cain, okay? When you think about it, though. Oh, no. I don't want to go to Mars and get experimented on. The whites be thieving, so they get... I don't want to go get experimented on. I just want to get dropped up in heaven, though. That's all I want. They ain't going over there. Right. I am trying to You know, I got two cards. Think, think about it. We cannot be the only like little Earth. In we this not. Earth. I don't know we are, so but I don't want to go. I would be like, that's how drop me off another, another one, so I can kind of see what it's hitting for. Like, I might be rich and famous. But that's why they're trying to live on Mars too, because it's like apparently life up there, but you they don't last. Oh, but see, the thing about it is like, what if like they slime me? I wouldn't want nobody. Touch me and Oh, you definitely man. lose your color and your your. I'm, and I like to be melanated, so that's I really it. the what they say the devil that you don't know or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's me. I'm like I don't want to fuck around. With what if our y'all? This just came to my mind. What if our tethers 
Lived on no. a island. No. Oh, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Our tethered person. What is that? You didn't watch us? You didn't watch us? I didn't. I never get to watch it. Oh, my doppelganger. Yeah, where if they all lived on a high planet? But they like the evil doppelganger. Or maybe not. That was a good idea. I need to watch it. Yeah, I need to. rich on the other universe, my tether got to go. You all be. Oh, if your tether is rich. <laughs> she gotta go. It's me. It's, I'm the captain. Tati's a murderer. <laughs> I wouldn't kill her. The name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rachel, which one did you pick? Uh, I picked if you, oh, I picked if, uh, what's the name of your car now? If you named your car. Oh. My name is based off of my other car because her name was Trina. Cute. But, you know, Trina was a younger version of the older car they have now. So, this is her mother, Tina. Miss yes, Tina. Uh-huh. Tina um, you know, t- yes, Tina Stallion. She's old and, you know, she's wise. But, um, you know, when she, older women, they stay in their way. So, it's like, you got to fit today, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. situation. So, that's what I'm doing right now. So, Miss Tina, you got it, sis. I'm just on your time. Tina do what she want to do. Tina said no. Yeah, Tina, <laughs> Tina Snow. And it, yes, her name is yes, Tina Snow. Uh, yes, Tina she Snow. said no. But it's okay. I love it though. Love it though. Oh, I was so confused, but I car trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm like, what are you talking about? Really? <laughs> See, that's why I say me and my cars, we have real connections. Like, I really be feeling them. That's, oh, that's me too. I love my car. Yeah, yeah. my car's yeah. name is. Low red, Low red okay. Period. Low I couldn't red. think of anything. Nice. It's all one word. She's huh? red, so you know. <laughs> Low red, and I'm the reds, you know. Yeah. So Low red, Low red. Okay. That's perfect. Um, my car's name is Serena. Oh. Serena, because she's sleek, you know, great, calm, yeah. easy. She's classy. See, hey, she's classy. Serena, give me through. She got that off. Yes. <laughs> Stop it. So, uh, my car, her, na- her name is Kim. But her whole name is Kim Vuitton because she is just like that bad bitch. Okay. She going through something right now, but she's just really a bad bitch though. Kim Vuitton. Uh huh. That reminds me of like the Paul's houses. Like exactly, that, like Vuitton exactly. would be the house. Exactly. That's the- Kim Vuitton of House Vuitton. Exactly. And that's what <laughs> that's how. Is. Well, you I'm know. a Targaryen of House Targaryen. Okay. Type shit. My <laughs> Game first name is. Um, Love that show. Stacy Dash, the Malibu Barbie. Oh, it's a Malibu. Okay. I call her Stacy Dash. First of all, I drive fast as fuck, right? Yes. So the Dash. But I call her Stacy Dash because all on all of my paperwork, my car is silver. But my car is actually white. So I was like, bitch, you don't know what color you are. Stacy Dash. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I knew I knew it was going down here. Oh I knew God. it was down here when she said Stacy Dash. I knew Yeah, it. everybody be like, Stacy Dash. Connection, really? bitch? That's a good one. That's yeah. good. That is That's a good one. Bitch, you don't know what color you are. <laughs> That's Stacey insightful. Dash. There you go. Yeah. She, she's a scholar. You I'm see how she put them together? Yeah. I told y'all I listened to uh, audio books. Audio books. Deep as fuck. Okay, who's next? Me or Jazz? Is that it? Is it just Ursula? Yeah. Okay, great. Um... What did I say? Oh, I said, um, if you were stranded on a deserted island with either your worst enemy or no one, which would you choose and why? I said my worst enemy because, one, I can really make friends with anybody. And, two, if we got to be for a little bit, I got somebody to fight on at the, on the Ooh, island. Why are we here? Because yes. that was the first thing that popped in my yes, head. Yeah, so I can fight on her a little bit and then we can, you know. Make it work. Yeah. Figure it out. I'm going to do my worst enemy, too. So yeah. you beat the hell I'll beat the hell this will be the best friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say that too because uh, what's that? What's that movie with Tom Hanks? I think 
It's a oh, lost. Oh, the bat. The, no, the, it's not lost. Castaway. Castaway. Cast I'm With sorry. Wilson. What I, oh, that's a sad I, ass movie, boy. Listen, I haven't seen it. That meant, no, I would. I would rather. I would rather have an enemy than no one at all. Because and this was my enemy. I feel like, bitch. I don't like you today. Yeah. But and then you, survival of the fittest. If y'all there too long, you gonna eat you them? Can just eat them. <laughs> <laughs> There go your Zen hoagie. There's enough water right in there. Y'all better go fishing. I'm well, sad. I can't, I can't have no barbecue leg. But I don't know if my worst enemy is a male or female, honestly, at this point. You know, I automatically assume my worst enemy was a woman. Uh, me too. I, I, but then, I but high key, I was thinking of a male. Of my worst enemy. Do y'all enemy already right have a worst enemy? Like, did somebody pop in your head when y'all. No. Yeah, me neither. No. Me neither. I just assumed it was, just it was a, a male, though. That's kind of cute, and we beefy because we both beefy. Beefy, beefy. Beefy, beefy. Beefy, beefy. Beefy, I love hate relationships. I don't have any. Uh, it's probably my worst enemy. If I do, I don't Nobody, no, 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 well, I hope no, your boo hear this. He goes, yeah, yeah. Look at you. I don't know who we're gonna be left with. I, but I'm Nick. I need. I do too. But I, I feel like my worst enemy. But I feel yeah, like if I don't have to do exactly. Everybody like a little pussy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the spiritual home girl, like this is not of God. <laughs> I, I don't see women not in that way. Your back blown out by a man, but uh, girl, that gotta be of God. We gonna move but on. But come Sunday morning. <laughs> Only do I have no recollection of what these women are talking about. <laughs> I don't I'm in the right, corner. So don't what recall is, at all. What is uh, your icebreaker? Okay, I have which decade do you love the most and why? 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. I said the 90s for the music and the fashion. Mm, for sure. Yeah. R&B was at the for top sure. back then. Like, they really had some bodies. The 90s right. for me. But their other ones are 60s, 70s, and 80s. I would say the 60s and the 70s just because that's like my whole like era. The Jimi Hendrix and shit. So, yeah. That's me. Well, for me, um, I like 60s makeup. That's where the cut creases and shit was popping, right? Yeah. And like the whole fashion era and just like the the houses of like Chanel and Mm -hmm. um, Alvin and all of these, they, they really started to come to America. So, like that was like the tweed Chanel suits and stuff. So that's the kind of vibe that I like as far as fashion, but nineties for the culture for sure. I was born in the nineties, so like it's just like um it's closer to home for me. Yeah, I like the nineties music, um, and fashion. Um I'm actually the 2000s is actually my favorite because uh, that's like growing up middle school age yeah. and I was like yeah but uh yeah 90s for sure and then I like the 70s was it the 60s I guess the 60s and 70s when it was like very much um like civil rights yeah, and yeah, uh, you know there. Angela Davis and stuff yeah. like that like I fuck Afros. with that shit because it was like women like black people in general like being unapologetically mm-hmm. themselves like we're now doing United. what they were doing back then yeah right. so I like that shit. Uh, for, sure. for me, it'd probably be the '80s and the '90s, a mixture of it because of the culture then, and what the music was, the soulfulness behind it, the clothes. Because the, I already still feel like I live in that era, the way I dress sometimes. So that's for me. That's what I appreciated the most, especially the music. And people actually danced at parties, you like they were dancing, yeah. really? like oh, dancing. Okay. And y'all know I love to dance, so like going head to head against my dude, we actually grooving and grooving shit. And right. shit. Like, yes. all they did was 
dance. Yeah, like, so skinny. So skinny. Yeah, but that's why they were so skinny too. Like, and like so sweating. That's like full blown. I fuck with all the decades actually. Any time where the, the black folks were starving and being yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. Oh, so there was one that <laughs> that kind of like brought up this whole iceberg thing, and it was. What is one article of clothing that someone could wear <laughs> that would make you walk out on a date? Go ahead, Tati. Uh, she want to say it so like, bad. Like I said previously, if a nigga have on cargo shorts, I have to go. Why do you need all them pockets? Are you trying to stab me? Are you trying to, like, are you, are you trying to stab trying me? To what are you hiding in those pockets? Why do you have Hopefully all money. these pockets? So I cannot trust you if you have on cargo shorts, especially the khaki ones. I just cannot do it. So if I see you walking out, she's so serious. Wow, I'm sorry. I don't, or, even know. <laughs> I don't really have one, but for the for comic relief, bootcut jeans and Balenciaga. Period. Shit. Oh period. My God. Um, a hat for me. And yes. Because I don't want to be hat fish. Niggas be fine. Oh, oh with that hat on. on. Oh my god. And I don't mind. Like if your hairline not that great, it's like okay, whatever. You know, everybody ain't able. I don't got no issues. I understand. <laughs> However, I want to know that from the beginning. Let me know what I'm getting the fuck into. What yeah, what my kids might have, have the uncle Phil. No hats. No hats. Yeah. The uncle Phil. Okay, that's a good one though. Bald hair on the side with the bald in the middle, or they oh. got the receiving hairline. Uncle Phil had hair on the side. A little bit. A little bit. At the beginning. It was beginning. It was soft devil. Shaking my fucking hair. Yeah, like Chris Hansen and shit. Exactly. Hat finish. Uh, what's the nigga George Jefferson? Uh, uh, hats. Oh, no hats God. for me, baby. Mm. That's a good one. Look, I don't <laughs> like glasses. The fuck you looking at? Christina. My blonde. I'm just kidding. Ah, that's cold. I wear glasses. Hold up. I'm just kidding, guys. Okay, so. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So I will be introducing our homegirl of the week. This homegirl of the week is Niecy Nash, who was just a winner. Right. She was just a winner for Outstanding Actress in a Television Movie uh, for the NAACP Awards. Shout out to our girl, Niecy Nash. Uh, From Clean House to Reno 911, your girl is moving up to hanging out with Oprah. So y'all go ahead and support your girl. Nisha what Nash. movie did she win a or TV movie or whatever did she win for? Uh, when they see us, supporting oh, actress. She really, you know, oh, what? she played like that. Yes. I'm really glad that Nisha was it. able to uh, show her range on that too, because like uh, I really like that she was able to show her range in that yeah. movie because you know usually Nisha was like like comedic yeah movie. funny yeah. that funny so, actress seeing her do that that was really refreshing and then like I just want to be as fine as her when I get fifty. Yo, you seen them titties? Yes, like, happy the birthday The waist also. was snatched. The titty was bad out. And the hips. What's everything? Just turned 50 also, y'all. Yes. yes. Hella 50 good. and fine. I just really, because Nisi been having that body since Reno 901. Okay, she was Yeah, but she hasn't been 50, so yeah. now we like, bitch, really? Yes. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. She been had that shape, so the fact that she... she we got to stop talking about her when we talk about the Angela Bassett and all that. Oh, yeah. She's our fine auntie. She sure is. She I love really you. Is. No, she is fine. To some like, of us, fine grandma. Who want a clean gr- house? <laughs> <laughs> Not cool. fine grandma. All right, she came so. a long way though. Oh, and claws. Don't forget claws. That's my oh, show. That's my show. That's that show. That is. She owns. She that. She run that show. I love it. Love it. All right, so moving on. Gonna move on to the check in. And so this week's check in is about Mercury and Venus braids. Child. Yep. <laughs> Why the fuck do people keep on saying that? Yeah. <laughs> because because they're Okay, so, um, you know, 
getting into astrology a little bit. Mercury basically is like reversing on our ass while everything else is going forward and it's fucking everybody up. So I've been having an attitude all week and I've been blaming on Mercury, but I feel like I just got a bad attitude. Yeah, no, that's but see, I've been emotional. I'm kind of hella emotional, so I don't know. I'm gonna need sisters. Tim, can you tell us a little bit about the retrograde for those of our, uh, our homegirls who are as astrology? Astro- <laughs> 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 sure, 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 I got you. Yeah. Like my sis uh, Tati said, so basically, Mer- Mercury orbits, you know, all planets orbit, but when it goes into retrograde, it means it's moving backwards. So Mercury controls our communication and our relationships and shit. Not, not solely, but it has a lot to do with it. So um, because it is moving backwards, things are in disarray. Um, and if you believe in it, then you can acquire all of your fucked up life moments to Mercury being in feeding braids. Um, so, you know, some of the things that could happen, you could follow up with your friends, you could uh, experience misunderstandings, you could have um, technology problems, travel problems, um, other misfortunes and things like that. Um, it's just all a part of life. But when things like this do happen, this is just God telling you to take a step back to breathe and to reassess some things because, um, triggers are a thing and you need to learn how to work through them. Yeah. So that's just all that that talks about. That's so interesting because my friends were just over here and I'm just like, ugh, I hate y'all. Why are y'all here? Girl. Um, I don't know, but I'm like, I was sitting on the couch like, bitch, it's Mercury. Like, I invited them over and when I got here, I was like, ugh, go home. Um, so I feel like, I feel like it's real. Like, I really do. I really feel it. And I know it. Uh, it's not like nobody did anything to me, but sometimes yeah. I just feel like, what is this? Yeah. So it's like a little cloud over you. Yeah. Um, That's when you get that sage. So if you hoes trying to text y'all exes and stuff, Mercury. it's Mercury, bitch. Put the Don't phone down. do it, sis. Oh, and if he takes you, block his ass. Masturbate oh before you text that nigga. That's why. Yeah. 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 So, um, just... <laughs> It's, um, not, it's not from God. Lord. Okay, so Lord, just a take quick it, thing to deal take with your triggers. Um, to really, like, assess before, you know, you kind of, like, jump into something. Because, like, y'all, Mercury will have you just saying shit and doing shit, and it's not even that deep. Think before you act, guys. Yeah. Remember that Mercury is in retrograde, and it's that bitch fucking with you. Period. It's not, her. It's not that. You don't want him. <laughs> do not text him. Do not accept no texts. Right. Don't be talking about Sorry. some. Don't be talking about some. I keep my circle small. I don't need the. You, you love her. That's your friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't be like, oh, we beefing. Because y'all probably not. Y'all are. It's Mercury. So just make sure that you just kind of like assess everything and just like keep an open mind and an open heart. Because Mercury will have you fucked up, sis. <laughs> okay, great. So we're gonna move on to um, what's T sis? And bitch, I said it. Now who gonna pop me? Um, our favorite hey, little T sis. Hey, what's T sis? I run it. I run it. Why do we always feel like we gotta break into song before what's T sis? I don't know because I love we it. We gotta get hype. It's I so guess. Cute. Um, we gotta get hype before we. What's T sis apparel coming soon? Period. We got the mugs already. Hey. Ooh. Okay, great. So, uh, first off, it was T sis. Um, let's talk about that little, that little goddamn dwarf. Is dwarf a nice word? I don't know. I think yeah. that's the appropriate little word. Midget is not a nice word. Oh, midget is the it's it's bad word. What they say? It's, um, it's, it's called dwarf. There you go. Correct. Okay, great. So, yeah. so that that little nigga. <laughs> <laughs> What's the truth? So, Eighteen nine three. So, what is it? Seventy six. <laughs> 
Bro, I don't know. It's like this little nigga was crying on the video with his mama, but I see him Gucci down. Throwing up the gang and shit. How old like, that video with the gang, the gang, gang. Well, how how old are the pictures that they pull him? Like, yeah, that like too. What well, if, that that would make him even fucking older if these pictures are old. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you th- holding up money and throwing up the fucking and, and fuck calling people the nigga with the gang signs and the fucking baby whip and shit. Okay, what what? Else? I'm saying if he, how old did they say he was? Nine. Okay, that's what I said. Okay, was nine. True. So if he was nine, he could I not. Think. Couldn't she sure. just be like a horrible parent and let her son throw up middle fingers and that's gang signs true. and stuff? Yeah. And that was from his seventh birthday or something like well, that. Well, then she ain't bullied too much. Why you can't be bullied and be an asshole? But they said he was an actor too from Australia. Yeah, actor. And he's from Australia. Why you can't be a bullied actor? Actor. Why you add on? Add on to it. I'm just saying that both can be true. Like he that that situation, he might be. But if he a grown man, that's fucked up. I think but he grows like, this. He probably is. Normally tan too, but he's Australian. Yeah, he's Australian. But like my thing about the whole thing is like, okay, especially dealing with social media. And, you know, us being desensitized to a lot of stuff. If you actually make people feel bad for you and, like, to where that you have this other man at, that that is a dwarf and he's advocating for you and he's getting money from people for you, I feel like, like, that's fucked up. Because they got kids out here that's really getting bullied out here and nobody's coming to save them. No, facts. And I see that stuff every day still working with children. Uh, it's unfortunate because it's like I try to do my best to be that um, advocate or be that person for them to talk to. And then sometimes it gets too late. And then that's the problem. Because, yeah. like, y'all, these kids are getting younger and younger with killing themselves. I, Young, and and oh, that's my God. problem with the video. If it isn't true, if it isn't true, I didn't like that. It was like, oh, my son is suicidal. He was like, I want to die. And it's yeah. like, that's not something you play with. At that's all. just not at all because there are people who have had children commit suicide. We've seen it over the past. That's yeah. Black yeah. they just posted recently. He committed that's, suicide. He was eight years old. Yes, exactly. Like, that's not eight something years to Because he was getting bullied. That's what I'm saying. So and if, he was if smart it's not true, and, like, that's the not nerdy cool. type, and they were bullying him for that. My so question is, do we, how do we fact check and I'm always asking these questions every week like yeah. how do we how do we fact check these things um how do we make sure that we're not just jumping on bandwagons when we see something on Instagram I but how are we that. also not desensitized to seeing a child being bullied or seeing something that we like that should probably fake and scrolling like where's the balance like and that's and that's that's the the evil about social media because like what was that little boy that was saying he was getting bullied but his family was actually racist as fuck mm-hmm. and it's just like Bullying, especially because bullying can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. So people that like people make sure that they kind of like, you know, try to advocate for it or, you know, give to it online. But it's just like that's like the that's the easiest trope for people to kind of jump do you off. Think, do you think that he money. can be like how I said he could be this, this, this. So can that could that little boy have actually be, been being bullied and also be racist? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, the people not want to fuck with him because... They're not looking at both sides. Like, maybe he is really being or, bullied. Yeah, yeah, or is it that... Is it not being bullied? So, say, for instance, I'm racist. I'm like, I hate these niggers or whatever. And then... <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, I'm I'm racist or, what, or whatever. And um, people are also bullying me. Am I being bullied or am I being... Well, what's the action? Because... 
I don't know, they pulling my hair, pushing me down and stuff because right. I'm racist. Am I being bullied? Am right. I being racist? That's what you fucking get, you racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you, are you coming out uh, and you're saying you're nah. So are you, only being, yes. are you only being bullied if somebody is fucking with you for no reason? Yes. 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 Uh, okay. yes. Because karma. it's outright. I it's karma. Say I'm reading my book, my, my own pieces, and another kid just knocks it out of my hand. Okay. Like, what the hell? Okay. So... <laughs> dealing with the children that I deal with, I'm not going to put the age out, but dealing with the kids, that, the age group that I deal with, you have these kids that seek, they're seeking attention and approval from their peers. Uh-huh. So they're doing bold shit to get that, ah, nigga, the, the laugh and the giggles and stuff to get the accolades. Cause that's how they, that's how they, they function. This is how, this is what they get. This is where I get my recognition. This is where I get played. It's better to be the smartest. Yes, it's, it's better. Knows. And it's always better to have the most popularity. So, like like I said, it's a popularity contest. You that person, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so. They do this, they do that. You know what I'm saying? So, it hypes them up. They feed off of that. They yeah. feed. They literally, I can watch a classroom, and I can watch a student come in and change that whole atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Just off of that one student being there or not. Or not having that one student there and it's chill, it's quiet. But you got that one ass that wants to act complete Ooh. fool and singles another kid out, then everybody else is going to do it. It's a bandwagon. And especially, yeah. and it's, it is very hard to see because when you see a, co- a child that actually does absolutely nothing and gets traumatized for that, that bothered me. So this really irritated me because it's like I deal with kids that I'm trying to advocate for it for them to leave them alone, but you over here making money yeah. off of it. And that's really, that's, that's really right. jacked yeah. up. And then, like, nine times out of, out of ten, the kid that comes to school and bullies is getting bullied at home. Yeah. It's yeah. Mm. So, it's just too. like, it's just like. How do you teach your, or I don't guess you can teach, but what what kind of mechanisms do y'all think y'all would teach y'all kids in the event they was getting bullied? Um, for like me. That ass up. I, I mean, yeah. Teach your kids that, how to roast people? No, I, don't, I feel like that's where roasting like roasting yeah. is the roasting bullying. is the issue. Yeah, roasting it cuz some people some kids don't take you well. Take you well, some kids don't know how to um okay, uh it's whatever. They can't appreciate a joke. Yeah, from, from, uh, from real. From the real. And that's so why that's the issue now. But it's okay, just like so. this these days kids take shit too far. So it's and they're too like, emotional. You know what? I don't even want to say these days because a lot of, I mean. I mean, when I was in middle school, they took that shit too far, too. That's why I mean. Yeah, yeah. you know how the fuck is yeah. just bullying I, on me and shit, yeah. too? Yeah, we all, I feel like we've all had those situations where we like, but I also think that. I've yeah. been in both positions, the bullying. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Most of us don't want to admit that we were in the time where we like, mm-hmm, I don't like that at all. And <laughs> you know, I did not like that. I always talk to Tim about that. I reflect on how I used to be bullied, but then I would bully people. Like, and I'm like, that's not cool on the other end. Seeing it, that's messed up. Like, I'm like, Honestly, I don't think that I ever bullied anybody because I was always scared to fight. Yeah. So I felt it like I went to some ghetto schools. But I, well, I felt like if I said so, people was going to fight. And I was yeah. like, I didn't, bitch, I don't want no violence. It was more like middle school <laughs> stuff. Like, he should, she yeah. said, like. You know what's so funny? Or doing petty stuff like putting a Lunchable in somebody's thing. And like an old lunchbowl in their bag, and uh-huh. they open it up, and they about to eat it. That's the kind of stuff that I what? was around in middle school. And it's like you was we, like, y'all was like pranking bitches. Yeah, it was messed up. But it wasn't in nice. But it was the one girl. It was like a camper trip, and everybody uh-huh. was like, "Let's just put this old lunchbowl because she had all these lunchbowls." They put an old lunchbowl in her bag, and when she opened it up, yeah, and that's wow. the kind of stuff they would do. You that see what I'm saying? Middle school was hard. Middle school was hard. See, I traveled or I went moved a lot, and so I would always be a new girl, and it's like. The guys like the new girl because it's like, oh, it's a new girl, so the girls yeah. don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, I wasn't even interested in guys yet. And so it was just like, damn, all these bitches gonna hate me. I find it ironic me. that I'm, I am in a sorority with nothing but girls, and I, I'm in like this homegirls thing now because I don't like females. 
because I was Ooh, bullied. You that girl? I was bullied in middle school. My my bullying started in middle school, and it we all went to high school together. Uh-huh. And so it's just kind of like I hate them hoes. To so this day, to this day, I still can't stand some of them hoes. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like it's kind of morphed my whole like I was real. If it wasn't jazz in college, I wasn't really fucking with you until I met Tati and Jazz, mm-hmm. Tati and Rachel. So it's kind of like. And then I pledged, and it was like, oh, females. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. females have always been real catty, catty to me. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, I always felt like I had to hold my own. You know, so some people that can't be bullied because they feel you know so strong about not being punked. And you that's know? progression, yeah. too. I see a lot of growth in that, too. Like, from middle school, being seeing people get bullied, and you get to high school, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. You think you're finna be the stuff, or you about to be popping, but then you get to some older class, uh, older students and they're bullying you and it's yeah. like dang i thought i was in big and bad see that's one thing i love about college that is a place where like your real self is able to flourish mm-hmm. and manifest like mm-hmm. i know like i mean i hang with maybe like two or three girls that i hung up in high school but i had a very small group in high school Same. i don't and some of those girls I, I was cool with in high school we never t- spoke after after we graduated you know what i'm saying yeah. and so i'm like i get to college and i'm like i have so many friends like my friends when I was in, uh, when I was a senior, my, like I had friends who were like sophomores and juniors. And they were like, "You so local," and I'm like, "What you mean?" Is I have a lot of friends, bitch. <laughs> but I do have a lot of friends because I'm, I'm college is just that place where you like everybody's cool, everybody want to, you know. What I'm yeah. It's a it's a fucking network. Even if you don't like, a lot of people say college is not for me. I'm like, if you can get into it, it's for you. Yeah. Even if you like, I don't care about this shit. I don't want to do no psychology. I don't want whatever the fuck you don't want to do. That's fine. But the experience, even if you don't graduate. The experience that you gain there, tough. my mom always Invaluable. told me, at least yeah. get one year in. If you don't like, just try one year and see how you like. Live on campus. Who does not like college? People. Don't, my, I actually know people who hate the curriculum. How can you not? That's so sad. And that's because terrible. The curriculum is two percent of your college experience. Yeah. Man. My brother, he was always very like. I don't want to say shy, but he would do his own thing. He's a artist, and he, mm-hmm. he has very, like, artist soul, and I'm just, y'all don't understand my life, whatever. <laughs> yeah. and, so, he, so he came to Lamar after I went to Lamar. Um, he came, and so my couple, my last couple of years, he was, you know, still kind of doing his own thing. Y'all left and went to grad school, and this nigga, like, uh, he was like, yeah, Poetic Souls, this organization. I was like... Poetic Souls is not a thing anymore. He was like, nah, I'm, re- I'm redoing it. I'm doing it now. And he's like doing all this poetry that I had never heard of before. He like started rapping. Yeah. Like literally everybody was like, Scotty, your brother? And I'm like, like they would ask me like, oh, Scotty, your brother? And I'm like, no, you're supposed to ask him. Like, oh, Christine, that's your sister. But like yeah. people really know him. And people, he's yeah. really, you know, but I'm like, it's college. It's breaking out into your own, doing your own mm-hmm. thing. And like having people be like, hey, I like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I literally had to evolve. I'm being weird, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. went from. It's a community. Yes. It is. Like, it is. Bro, I remember like, so I went to a predominantly Hispanic school. High school. Or uh, grade school. Like grade school. So elementary okay. and middle school. So um, it was already, I already kind of had that feeling of uh, not belonging because of the fact that, you know, they were Hispanic. So they would be speaking Spanish. And I'll be like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you have young kids like that, you have one group of the kids that, you know, call themselves black. And they have the other group of kids that are black, but they are having an identity crisis because they want to fit in so bad. Mm. So, and then there's me. I'm right in the middle because when I'm with one group of friends, I want to, you know, kind of like, how can I do? Adapt to the more Hispanic yeah, side. But then, you know, I'm on one side and I'm down my niggas. So <laughs> that's kind of like where the bullying kind of happened for me because it's like, Bitch, pick a side. No, I, exactly, mm. I know exactly what you're talking about. I had a transition um, mm. when I, with the girls that would bully me. I was like, 
fed up with it. I was gonna fight these hoes all the time. My mama was getting involved. It was just bad. Wow. Like my mama will tell you these hoes like they these hoes they were some hoes. Anyway. <laughs> Period. But I had this transition when I transitioned into my emo phase. Like these hoes would tell me I snapped on them hoes. Like I just stopped fucking with bitches. I was just a completely different person. I had right. my white friends, I had my black friends, I had my Mexican friends. And that's why everybody would, would know me to be like, oh this Oreo hoe here. You know, I, then I became this Oreo bitch, uh, or the, uh, right, she not out. she not black. You know, yeah. she she white on the inside. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like when you start switching up, or you have yeah. a different flow. When you have a um, an adaptive personality, yeah. people yeah. get kind of Offense intimidated or offended by it. That's weird because you like me and you like me too, and you like me three. Like I'm type social. Shit, you know, I think I, that's how I was in high school. For me, I don't know if for bullying. I don't know if I really experience bullying like i've experienced like like being called fat or like rejection and stuff like that because like in elementary school i was like the one of the big girls like oh some rachel got a crush on you oh that fat girl Mm." so like i experienced that that but i had i always had like a i guess i always had like one good ass partner one good ass friend that always held it down for me wherever i went so when i came from the country put out text and moved to the suburbs uh you know most city, well, not most city, but when I went to school in like you know the white neighborhood and it was multicultural. Mm-hmm. For me, it was a culture shock. So it's like, okay, I was always low key in school. So it's like, if you knew me, it's because we was like legit friends. If I ain't know you, I ain't talk to you. Mm-hmm. So I stayed in my whole lane. So when I got to middle school, that's when I was like, okay, this shit is hard and all that. And it was more me for a culture shock. I I just was very sheltered. So when I went to high school, I only played sports. That was it. Like, I played sports, I went to school, blah, blah, blah. And for me, I think it was more in for myself. I was more scared of myself. That's yeah. why I didn't reach out. Which is funny because, you know. I'm right. Well, so, for those of y'all who don't know, uh, Rachel and I are line sisters. And <laughs> I always say that you're the bestie of the line. Like, you're everybody's yeah. best friend on the line. I mean, I guess technically you're Tasha's best friend. But you're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because... <laughs> Because oh, yeah. people who well, know, person, yeah, yeah. I, and that's one thing that when I got to college, it was crazy how everyone was like, "Oh, Rachel, she's a friendly person." Because in high school, it wasn't like that. That's why college. I stayed is in so my important. own lane, but on the inside, I was friendly. I love to interact yeah. with people, but when I got there, it was either like, afraid. "Okay, yeah, I was afraid." So when I got to college, oh, when I, I was two different people too. Yeah, <laughs> two different people. Well, in no, high school, you do one thing, but like when you're outside of school, you hang out with different mm-hmm. people. I was, I was, I was I had outside friends. I was question. very social, upper bound, but when I was in high school, I was friendly with everybody, but I stayed to myself. I'm like, hey, what's yeah. up, y'all? Like, what's yeah. your point? You no, was I'm nice, good. you didn't have a lot of mm-hmm, But friends. outside yeah. of school, shoot, I was social as hell. Okay, so this is a good segue into my question. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that, okay, so from your high school friends to the friends you grew up with, that the ones who did not go to college, do you mm-hmm. feel like there's a difference oh, in, yeah. in yes. quality of life? So one yeah. thing I want to say For is sure, yes. I kind of do want to say this. But and and then I'm gonna go to your question. So uh, my sister, she went to Howard for like a study abroad or not study abroad, but like you know one of those exchange programs. She went for one semester, and she went to a liberal arts school uh, before that. So it was like mostly white people, and then she went to Howard. And she said that her experience at Howard uh, was invaluable because the thing about being at an all black school is that you don't have to be like when you at a white school, you're a black person. When you at a black yeah. school, you're, you're black whatever person. type of person you want to be. So she was like, she found those like hippie people that she liked or to be like, you know, oh, this is how you make lotions. This is how you do this. And that was something that I feel, none of us went to HBCU uh, in undergrad. So I feel like that was something that we could 
like people would say, why you wanna, why didn't you go or why? And I'm like, that's I think what we were missing because we it was. I mean, Lamar had a huge black community, but it wasn't. It was like we were the black kids. I knew the black kids. So my sister went to Prairie View and she transferred to U of H. Mm-hmm. U of H was completely different. She said, "Jasmine, I, girl, there's no camaraderie. There's no, there's no togetherness." She said mm-hmm. it's very weird. Mm-hmm. It's culture shock. She was like, "This is not." She went back to PV. She said, "No, this." So at OU, I mean, I, at OU, I found a, a big black, uh, like a good, like a sense of camaraderie because it was so. Racist mm-hmm. that the black people had like Lamar on a bigger scale. Yeah, on a bigger mm-hmm. scale, we had like it was just super racist. It was competitive. Yeah, it's and now I'm I'm glad that I'm studying at an HBCU now mm-hmm. because my professors are like, oh, you know, to be at an HBCU, well, you feel it. I feel it, and my oh. professors make sure you feel it. They teach us with so much pride. We don't learn about why, well, you know, in my psychology and sociology classes, you learn from the foundation of European. We brush over the European people and talk about Du Bois, bitch, oh, yeah. and Angela Davis. And okay, but what my professor's like, have you read Du Bois? Have you read him for yourself? Don't talk, don't, don't quote Du Bois from what a white man told you. He, said, he said, read him for yourself. And I said, Man. I am where I need to be. Yeah. Thank you. He used to say that. He was like, I don't really, I'm not really a fan of Du Bois, but in his works. But du you don't Bois. know him. Du Bois, like, I, nigga, it's Du Bois. And we probably, yeah. That's that like really where uh, Kim Kardashian lost their boots. It's like, nigga, you want me to say, <laughs> if you don't want me to say Weber, you want me to say Weber, nigga, like, his name is Max Weber, but I can't call him Weber because I'm gonna look so fucking stupid to these bro. white folk. You know what I mean? Yeah. But one of my professors said, and I'm gonna leave y'all with this. She said one of her mentors said an HBCU is just a white college for black kids. I, yeah. Oh, I yeah. think I've heard so that. So we're not learning black history. We're not learning black curriculum. We're learning white curriculum in, in a, a setting in a black, black space. Yeah. Which, but which I, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. If we're going to live in this world that's predominantly white. Why not do it in our own space? But I do wish we had black colleges and it was our education, our history was just as important as the white folks. Yeah. But okay, I kind of derailed your question. So go back to your question about the high school bitches that we own. So do you feel like your quality of life is different because you went to, like I can go home to Austin and not to say that there's anything wrong with my friends from Austin that didn't go to college, but I can see that when I, there's nothing in Austin for me when I go to, that's why I left. Like, there's yeah. just um, it's a I'll, I'll kind of touch on that because I do I did I do have a couple of friends that did not go to college then I do have a couple that went to a college different from me and we all tended to branch out on our own things but the ones that did not go they just weren't as mature yep. or emotionally intelligent or they didn't progress, like experience-wise. Ex- yeah, like, and it's just like, and it's not that's not bad for them, but it's like college really opened it up for me as far as like knowing that one, I'm not alone. Two, like you know, my work ethic will speak for itself. Yeah. yeah. And then three, it's like the world is bigger than just you and me. So I have a friend, one of my very close friends from childhood. She didn't go to college. And I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to say that she's not mature or nothing. So that, she was a good example of like, she decided not to go. And that was what it was. We are very different now, I think. Um, even sometimes she'd be like, girl, how you do this on the computer? And I'm like, girl, you know how you use a computer? But she like, girl, I, high school was it for me. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that we developed so much since then. But I don't really have... Besides, I don't have that many friends who just stay home and didn't go to college. But I will say I have a friend from high school. We were friends. And uh, she went to TSU. And TSU was across the street from my high school. And so, um, not 
there is anything wrong with TSU. I think it's awesome. But I think that for her, it was like going to the 13th grade because it was literally, I mean, if she caught the bus, she could catch the same bus to go to TSU oh, that we went to high school. It was literally across the street. Okay. Um, Damn. Yeah, it was, I mean, no exaggeration, right? And yeah. so whenever. I have to do a study on that. Oh, you should. Because I feel like it's different. It's, it's tears. Yeah. You didn't go to college. You went to college in the same city. You went mm-hmm. to college up the street. You went yep. to you went to uh, ACC. She you felt, went to, she yeah. felt so like she was like, y'all went to college and y'all, you changed, da, 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 da. but it was just like, I, I did, I got new friends. She was used to us being a friend group. We were always together, and then all of a sudden, we weren't, and we weren't keeping each other up every day or whatever the case was. She was just like, "I don't like that. I don't like it." Mm-hmm. But it was for me. I was just like, "Girl, it's not our. It's you not my fault that you went to." And she lived in Third Ward, so it was just like, yeah. she, "There's no growth." I want to say that she walked to high school, and so then she walked to college when she was, a, and so it was just like, well, "Why is there no growth though?" It's She's, not growth. It's just what do you mean growth? Well, so like my situation? little sister, UT is. You know, we live in Austin. Yeah. I wanted to go to UT. I didn't get in. And I was so glad that I get it, didn't get in because I lived. My mama was so sheltering. Yeah. I needed to be four hours away. My sister got into UT. It's a it's a miracle. Don't, can't nobody get into UT. That's a hard school to get into. Yeah. But we live in Austin. So she like, goes yeah. home. It's like she does, she's not There's getting no, her. She's not being her 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 And being a commuter is different than being a yeah, kid exactly. on campus. You saw it in white folk at Lamar? Yeah. They did not Probably get in that. We live five hours. Tip was what? Four hours? I'm five hours away. I went to school. I could. There was away, something just to experience something different. There was some I holidays like I couldn't gumbo. go. I eat gumbo. You know? I didn't like gumbo then. I like it now because I went somewhere different okay. from what I'm used so to. So what about what then? Okay, let's think about my situation. I was from Port Arthur, but I moved from out of Houston. But how and then you lived majority of your time? Yeah, but you lived in Houston. You kind of yeah. grew up like high school, mm-hmm. school in Houston, so that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Beaumont is not Port Arthur, so you wasn't like living at your grandma's house. <laughs> yeah. going to, you know, yeah. they are different, y'all. Beaumontians and Beaumontians, Parisians are two different people. Okay. And on top of that, as well, you were not a commuter. Yeah, so yeah, you lived on campus. You lived on campus for a while, so you got that on campus feeling. Joint organization. Exactly. And then you transitioned to adulthood because you had your own apartment. And yeah. then you had to so figure like stuff you, out on your own. Baby. Yeah. Like, mom and daddy call your hair. Girl. I can't call I mom and daddy for free. Keep stuff from Tammy and Charles. Okay, well, we have. This is. I didn't think we were going to get this deep in. Yeah. 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 Oh, we did. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, so okay. let's move on because y'all, we're 45 minutes in. Come on, time check. So, um. Do we want to do another West T sis? So y'all want to go straight into Girl Talk? Right into Girl Talk. Um, and Tempest, what what do we got today for Girl Talk? Okay, well, last semester I had a big term paper, and I'm working on my thesis soon next semester, and I'm trying to figure out what I want to. I know I want to be something black, right? Black. Um, but I really wanted to focus on like code switching. Ooh. And so I was like, okay, well, code switching. When you look it up in your database, it's not oh, code switching in black people. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta. So the term is microaggressions yeah. in the workplace. Okay, so I, I just I came across a lot of different articles about black men in the workplace and the, the ratings that they get laid off, um, the microaggressions they face. Now, microaggressions are look, tiny hints of um, racism. racism and discrimination um, that don't come off as racist, mm-hmm. but they have underlying discriminatory undertones. undertones. Right. I yes. saw a really, really good video um, about uh, microaggressions when I first started in grad school. Um, and it was like some guy was like jogging or something with this girl, whatever. And he was like, oh, okay, so where are you from? It was a white guy and an Asian lady. And she was like, oh, I'm from uh, San Francisco. And he was like, oh, no, but I mean, like, where are you from? And she was like, uh, like San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh, yeah. And he was oh. like, you know, like, 
from from what's her ethnicity it was what he wanted to well, why ask. he couldn't just ask because people don't know that there's a difference between race and ethnicity mm-hmm. and he yeah. doesn't and he yeah he assumed and i mean for her so i would ask you where you from you're gonna say port arthur yeah you're not gonna say i'm probably from Cam- 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 30 percent exactly, um exactly 55 it's really kind of annoying for you to ask me where i'm from for I, what i know is san francisco yeah, exactly. as well. So, mm-hmm. well, case in point, uh, there was this video going around on social media of this uh, black woman. She wore her natural hair to work, and her white coworkers were like touching her hair. Girl, well, let me tell you. And so, and my thing, so, I just want to kind of like just get into that a little bit because one thing that pisses me off about black people, we are very insensitive to one to one another, and we are so judgmental to one another hmm. because everybody was going at her like, why she let this lady touch her hair? This lady got, uh, this is her job. She got bills to pay. And it's just like, it's just like, it's yeah, already bad enough for black women in the workplace. And as soon as she went to go complain, I bet you, she would have been labeled as not easy to work with. So it's, 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 it's I, effect. I'm the type of person, and I get it, because that's exactly what these studies were saying. Once you combat it, so if she were to jerk her head away yeah. from a white, well, prime example, when I got these long ass braids. Yeah. One of my co- one of my white coworkers touched my hair. This is so cute. Y'all can't see me touching my hair, but she uh, said this is so cute. Doing and I, literally, I literally jerked my hair away. Oh yeah. Because I'm that bitch. If I'm, I, I explain it like this. If I'm walking, yes, on the sidewalk, get comfortable. If see, I'm walking always. on the sidewalk and there's a white woman walking with me. And you feel that I have to move off the sidewalk, bitch. We're gonna bump shoulders. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how old you are. It's it's the fact that I'm black and you're white and the dynamic of our country, bitch. You're not finna you not you not finna one up me. So if I have to bump you, I have to bump you. If I gotta wear 29 days of black ass shirts to let y'all niggas know that this is what the fuck it is, I'm gonna do it. I'm the type of person that will come out and be very ignorant about it and be very um bold and be very in your face about me and my mm-hmm. uh, my yeah, ethnicity my. Uh-huh. because you try to make me feel so uncomfortable about my ethnicity bitch like i don't understand so why so, no. i can piggyback off of that though same thing i came to work with my hair blown out and i just went to work and i was i usually pin it back and i was like okay, i'm gonna braid it back before i go in mm-hmm. but i was like fuck it i don't have time so i went into work my hair was blown out i hadn't changed my uniform yet i changed clothes i come back and i go see my friends in the operation uh pbx i was gonna see them and i was braiding my hair back down the white, a white woman sees me, she said, oh, you put your hair back. Oh, it's much calmer now. Ooh. HR. Did you go to HR? No. I just ignored <laughs> it because she is in a position where yeah. I would be, so you know, I'm going to give a little offense to that, but I didn't mean it that way. But I did take offense to it. I'm going to give a little you know pushback, though. I think one thing, because you started off by saying we are very judgmental towards mm-hmm. each other. Um, we don't like to be, to, I had to be touched by white people because we're like, I'm not a dog, you're not going to pay me. However, that's not a... Like, because because the four of our five of us in this room may feel like that, that doesn't mean that all black girls feel like that. True. We don't know that if, she, if they were like, your hair is, like, really beautiful. Oh, my gosh. And she was and just I'm like. Sure yeah, oh. they might have asked her, can she tell? And she might have been like, y'all really never seen black hair? And this might have been a teacher mom for her, like, okay, oh. feel it. Let's talk about it. Black I love how you play devil's advocate. Yeah. Like that. That's <laughs> they had a conversation, and they were like, yeah. how's your hair? And she like, well, feel how y'all hair feel and feel how my hair feel. And then, yeah. well, mm-hmm. granted, I don't think everything should be recorded, but I don't yeah. necessarily, like, a lot of people are like, I, I cringe whenever people try to touch my hair. I don't, 
It's never happened to me, but in the event that it did, I don't feel like I would cringe. I would be like, if you asked me, I'd be like, yeah, girl, feel it. And you gotta think about the relationship between maybe she had a relationship with these people. Yeah, this might be her best wife. You never know. Yeah, because not best wife. The lady was visibly uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Okay, you talking about the black girl? So the video that I'm talking about, she was visibly uncomfortable, and then I just do not like the way that her white counterpart was kind of touching her and trying to make it look like. It, it looked real minstrel show to me. But also, yeah. I, feel like, listen, listen. I feel like the black girl could have intervened the one that was recording and said, hey, I see that she's uncomfortable here. Or Let's did do you this ask? a different way. Or something like that. But we don't know what happened after that. I think the girl That's did true. a lot that of was very messy of her. But, but just, also, yeah, I would have said, hey, wait a minute, y'all, y'all ask if you could touch her hair? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm quick to educate people at work. Like, there's one Hispanic girl who feels like she can say the N-word. I have to correct Whoa. her. But I say Whoa. it to where I don't That's another podcast within itself. I tell her, I said, you know, some housekeepers got upset because one of the managers called them beaners. And she's a Hispanic lady. But I said, that's the equivalent to saying nigger. That's the equivalent to saying nigger, apparently, to Hispanics. And so she flipped oh, in and said, well, sure. you know what? I'm trying to work on not saying um, terms, uh, derogatory terms that are offensive. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. See how simply all I had to do was give an example so that she can understand that you're offending me by I, saying that you were without though, saying, don't a, say that. Again, you know though, and I mean, I like how you did that, but I fucking hate that we always have to be like, when you say that, you it's kind of like you saying this, and that's the only way delicate. to understand it. Like, if I'm a black person, I'm saying that shit is offensive to me. Just and, take it as that. And black people, as a, like a, a lot of us, it, it's been a thing. People know that we don't like other people saying the N-word. So and it's just like, why do I have to be like, it's just like when we call you this. How does that make you feel? It's like, bitch, just don't say it. Why do we have to soften the blow? And yeah, that's what that's I have, And I have to take yeah. carefully at my job. I have to. Because anybody will go on me for anything. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, I just, like I had my African scarf on one day at work. I've worn a tie-dye scarf to work. No one said anything. I had that one on. The HR director sends someone to tell me. She saw me because she was the only person I saw. She sends another lady in to tell me, oh, you can't wear that. It has to be one solid color. Okay, but the black lady saw me. Why didn't she say anything? It's even- Wait, so the other scarf you had on was what? I had like Kente. a tie-dye. It was Kente Club. I had just bought it. No, the I, original one was? A tie-dye scarf. And I wore it for like three weeks straight. And I said, it's because and the fact that the black lady is the only person that I saw that day says that she didn't have the boss to tell me. You know, as a black woman, all you have to do is just walk in. So how do you deal with microaggressions in the workplace? How do I deal with it? I I push back. So, I I mean, perfect perfect example. Um, A teacher had her her student, a teacher had her son at my job. I'm a librarian. She uh, is a Trump supporter. And she let her son wear her oversized Make America Great Again sweater during Black History Month. <laughs> Mind you, our demographics is like 67% Hispanic. These these parents do not speak English. I'm pretty sure. And this not says, I, I'm, not, I'm not judging anybody, but they're probably not all um, legal. You know what I mean? Right. These, these are immigrant Title I school I'm working at. And you're going to have your white ass bring your fucking kid up here that he goes to school with all these fucking Mexican kids nice. in this fucking shit. You know, during so Black you, History Month. So, so I asked my principal... A black lady, assistant principal, and this is the second time this patsy bitch then, you know, like, then swept some shit under the rug. I said, is it okay for him to wear this? Yeah, we can't say anything about it. So this, I'm a week into the 29 days of black ass shirts. I said, I gotta, I gotta uh, crank it up a bit, because clearly you motherfuckers yeah. don't give a fuck. So I come in on Monday with my Trayvon Martin shirt on. You saw, I, this bitch looked me upside my head. I passed her down the hallway. Hello, good morning. How are you? Yeah, she. You know what I mean? Can't like, see. I wore Mike Brown the next day. You know, because it's like you can't, you can't put me in a box and then expect this bitch. You, you're taunting me. 
And you know I what I mean? I feel like you were taunting I feel like you should have worn something yeah. that, uh, something like anti-Trump. Because yeah. if she can't say anything to him about his political views, then she yeah. cannot say anything to you about your At all. Exactly. Yeah. And At they have it. things you don't bring up in school system anyways. <clears throat> Religion and, and politics. politics that is yeah. so out of line. Like you work here yeah. and you have your son in this, anyways. But what Tati was saying about the hair, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if y'all know about Sarah Bartman. She was a slave with a big ass. Yeah. The big, yeah. Um, they put her body on display. Yeah. So I feel like that's don't. I'm not a, a monkey in your zoo. I'm not a. You don't have to come. I'm not an exhibit. I'm not an art exhibit. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. I get you're infatuated with the coils of my hair. I get it. But you don't have to put my body on display. True. Like after her, after she was long gone, mind you, she died from an STD that a white man gave her. Huh. Yeah. Oh, you wow. know what I mean? Because, because and after she died, they didn't even do an autopsy. They just dissected her body yeah. just to see. You know what I mean? And then after that, they still put her dead body on display yeah. for people to admire her big ass and her vagina mm-hmm. and shit like that. So it's kind of like yeah. this is how you treated us back in the day, and this is why I'm so passionate about. No, bitch, you're not going to sit up here and treat me like I'm just this fucking art exhibit. Exactly. And um, I don't mean to cut you off, but that's one of the main reasons why I do not like Dwight's trying to touch me. Because <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Dwight's is funny. <laughs> because and this, and this is not, this is not just for like Dwight. This is for anybody that's non-black. Even black people, like, they put black people, black babies in human zoos. Like, my thing is, I am not an animal. I am not, you're not going to bird watch me. It's just not going to happen. Like, do not try to touch me without my consent. True. And if you see that I'm visibly uncomfortable, get get the fuck away. Period. So, one thing I, I do want to bring up, too, because I know you started off the Tempest by saying um, about code switching and microaggression, stuff like that. Um, so, so, for I the get, people who, sorry, for the people who feel like they don't need to combat it, the only other thing is to code switch. Yeah. You know what I mean? This yeah. is how you make it through. Play the game. So you I have to play to the game. I just to circle it back to yes, Cosmic because I liked, uh, I liked, when I first got to grad school, that was like the thing that I was super infatuated with because, so I remember as a kid, my mom would be on the phone with different people and she, mm-hmm. me and my brother would be in a room like, he's talking to somebody white because she's talking to a white person. <laughs> yeah. talking, da, da, da. And we were like, be like, oh, she's so fake. You know, yeah. we were talking, like, yes. talking shit about your mom with yes. your secrets. Okay, so we would do that. And when I got to school and I learned about this, I was like, nigga, we do that. We do that in the workplace. We did that in school, in class. I talking to it out. Do it all the time. Someone I was at, I was in grad school. I have this one guy friend. Not in a negative so way. So country. So, so, so country. A hundred percent himself, though, at any at any moment. And so we always be like, damn, you just going, whatever, whatever. So one day, but I code switch all the time. And I mean, they don't even try to, but I do it. So one day it was me and my white coworker talking, and he walks up. And so then he starts, he joins the conversation. And I'm looking at both of them like, what do? do I talk? Regular or do I? I I've had know. that. Oh man, before. I was in there whole like malfunction. I mix it. <laughs> <laughs> I be mixing it. Malfunction. You know, might come out, but I still keep it. You know, yeah. it's like a mixture. But it's of sad that it's like we were like taught to do this in yeah. the home. Yeah. Okay, you talking to the past, you gotta mix it. Yeah. You're talking to your teacher, Every you gotta time. do this. You talk to your cousin, and and you watch it from your parents, and then like it's like. Praise though, because my um, one of my parents, you know, he can do that. Like me and my, my mom, she always said, like, you know, he act like an Obama. He can, you know, talk to this person how he want. He can speak in front of these people and blah blah blah. So it's just crazy that it's taught and it's uplifting mm-hmm. a black home to do those things. But that's just crazy to me. Y'all yeah. ever seen Sorry to Bother You? No, I wanted to see it. Yes, but it was yes, like that, yes, right? I yes, I did. That's literally a movie about code switching. It's very fucked up at the end. It's a mind fuck. 
But the movie in itself is No, I'm hilarious. telling y'all, like an hour and two minutes in, it's like a motherfucking turn. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> you'll be like, whoa, I was not expecting this, but it he Netflix? literally... No, it's on Hulu. Okay. But he literally oh, is post-switching. Oh, Hi, thank you for calling the paper company. This is Bob. Shout, no, shout out to LaKeith Stanford. Shout out to LaKeith But that's my man, though. Danny Glover's in it, too, because he was coaching. But that's my man, though. No, that's my man. No, do get out of my Oh, okay. Homegirl. Wait, nobody was fucking with Lakeith Stanfield and then he came with the photograph and everybody was like, no, 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 I no, bet no, he no. got a third leg and I was like, you hoes. No. no. In Atlanta. Go back to Chris Brown. In Atlanta. <laughs> oh, that's all I did. I love did. Atlanta. Okay, guys. So, uh, we're just going to wrap up the girl talk and we're going to go into a listener. Woo! Oh, yeah. Okay, right. so, Christina's going to read us this listener letter. We're just going to try to see if we can provide any advice. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> we gonna see. So we're gonna start doing them hopefully every week. So please send your send in your advice. Oh yes, and if you need any advice, make sure that you send it in to askyourhomegirls at gmail dot com, Sid or bro. We can probably help you a little bit. Yeah, bro, bro. Yeah, we gonna help our homeboy guys too. Great. So um, this person doesn't give a name, but um, can we name her? Oh, um, is she one of <laughs> Does that know. really matter? Maybe we right just address her as homegirl and homeboy. Okay, yeah. Okay, just okay, great. okay, great. So our homegirl says we've been together for about eight years, and Ooh. I've always hold on. Actually, there's a subject line. Uh uh-huh. I do not want to take birth control anymore and ask my significant other to start wearing condoms. Uh-huh. But he says it's inconsiderate of me because <gasps> it doesn't feel dun, as dun, dun. good. I don't want children and don't trust the calendar method. How can I make both of us happy? That's the question. Okay. So we've been together for about eight years and I've always had an IUD since I was 18. So we never had sex with condoms. About two years ago, my IUD came out and I realized I felt better without the hormones that were being released from the IUD. I also hated having sex but started liking it more after the IUD came out. Ooh. We have been having sex now without, the, without any protection while paying close attention to the cycle calendar. So we have stocked up on the next day pill. I don't know why she called it that, but I'm going to call it the morning after pill. Or plan B. <laughs> yeah, the plan B, which is pretty much pure hormones. I was pretty, ha- I was very happy not to have to wear the IUD anymore, but now I was taking way too much of these um, plan B pills because I was extremely anxious about getting pregnant. I absolutely fear the possibility of being pregnant and want to remain children free for life. Period. I know you was going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> after two years of no IUD and taking pretty much the next day pill once or twice a month oh that's horrible i feel that i'm pretty much back to square one the next day pill makes me feel irritated bloated mm-hmm. gives me headaches so i want to avoid it all together i really want to just wear a condom and stop putting so many hormones in my body once and for all i feel mm-hmm. like i feel this yeah I mean, wait it's not over oh. okay if yeah it's kind more. of a lot i'm gonna skip through um okay she knows the condom isn't fail proof she wants her significant other she know that he wants the sex to feel good uh, I feel like he should understand that I want to be in control of my body. Da, 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 the condom sucks. Question: How can I make sex safe and enjoyable for both of us while having me completely off any type of hormones? Maybe do okay. you have a condom preference that almost feels like you're not wearing anything? Yes. What about male birth control? Any advice helps. Thanks. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna preface this by saying I do not want kids. Okay. So, so I feel sick. Question real quick. She's, she don't want kids at all? She no. said for life? For life? For life. Okay, I wanted to make sure I heard so, that So, right. um, and if she wants to appease both herself and her partner, and, you know, she doesn't want to use condoms, well, he doesn't want to use condoms, she doesn't want to use birth control, get a diaphragm. Stick it on up there before you have sex, and then um, take it out. 
It's a female condom. It's a female yeah. condom. So, I mean, because if he doesn't want to wear it. But he's he saying it. it doesn't feel as good. But so fuck that, him. But the diaphragm, it's not, it's not like it's lengthwise as a condom. So he'll still be able to feel a little He can feel the walls. Yeah. Also, I think she should just get her tooth tied. You know, she yeah, doesn't want to. That was my answer. You can get it reversed these days. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Hmm. She can yeah, get so maybe that approach. Maybe she wants to. But I mean, also, he's selfish too, though, to yeah, say that. Selfish. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I mean, not selfish, but to say he doesn't, it's enjoyable down the condom, but like what about her? What she does want to get pregnant if you can't pull out right. Exactly. My why thing you, is she why like, you... she taking multiple morning after pills and it's just like baby, why are you still coming to me? You don't Exactly. I, but one half you one morning <laughs> one morning after pill fucks up your entire cycle. It do. So it's kinda like, sis, you taking two of those a month. Yeah. Then, it's then on the he label. doesn't care that you're taking two of those a month and he's still nutting in you. He could at least pull out. It's yeah. on the <laughs> thing. You gotta read the small print. It tells you that. It tells you all these side effects that you're gonna get and that's gonna mess up her whole situation, all these extra pills and stuff and in our body. Stay on the birth control. Exactly yeah. because, like, I don't want her to even run the risk of keep on taking these pills and then end up in her. Because yeah. this so, stuff, because it's like she, she might not want, she might she not want kids leave. now. But who's to say that she doesn't want to wake up one day and say, "Oh, I might want to get exactly. not you, not you, say not that. me." Chas is gonna not have five. Yes. Tati ain't having no kids. Yeah, she'll Tati, have five. Tati's dating. No, she she'll have five. Mark this word. No, listen. <laughs> people, people keep on trying to push that on me. Baby, I'm not having no fucking kids. Period. Did you just... I'm blowing that energy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it. I feel like your your you boyfriend is being very, very selfish because um he could he could use con- I mean nigga condoms don't feel that fucking bad let's let's just let's, not okay. I mean I don't got no dick but come I mean, on that's your magnums magnums are hard and they're bare skin yes condoms. oh use different condoms yes try um, them out I read this thing that or I saw this video on Twitter or something and the lady was saying that first of all magnums um horrible well yeah they're horrible condoms they're super super thick they're um like marketed towards black men because they're supposed to be like big dick condoms but that's just <laughs> not the, that's just not the thing <laughs> 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 y'all have to use those thick ass condoms use some bare skin condoms he <laughs> said don't feel good use some condoms with some little tingly shit on yeah they, so they have fire and eyes yeah get some Ooh, shit like out. that Okay, it's supposed to feel like stimulating. Yeah, some really? stimulating condoms or something. But for him to just keep on nutting you and you, hell no. Um, That's the I may not want to get my fucking tubes tied. Maybe you make that nigga get a vasectomy. That's true too. Yeah, Ooh, that is true. Exactly. If since, wanna, I mean, since it's always wanna, on the women, and he want to mm-hmm. come in you so bad. Yeah. Snip, so. snip his ass. Right. Hey, question. Do that, you, you still come with a vasectomy? Yeah. As a man? It's just not. Um, it's just true. It's just semen, not uh, or it's just it's no sperm in the semen. Huh. So is it like they, they cut the tube with a semen? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because you can't reverse a vasectomy, right? Yeah, uh, if they don't burn it. You know, same with a tube tie. If you get your tubes burnt, of course you can't reverse it. But and, they just and, um, my I mean, But then, surgery. though, he can always say Like, he can, he can like, get his mm-hmm. sperm saved. Oh, yeah. so, is your boyfriend, not your fucking husband? Yeah. yeah. Eight years. I mean, eight years oh, is eight a lot years. of time yeah. to invest. Since I do understand that, but shit, it ain't never too Y'all much not married. Not but, okay, so I mean, and if that's the case, if he really want to keep nutting in you, that's that's husband shit. So he need to put a ring on it. Right. Well, I'm, I'm then it won't matter if you have a kid. I'm gonna I mean, play yeah. devil's advocate real quick <laughs> because now I can understand a little bit. Are you blowing energy on me? Oh. <laughs> I can understand a little bit though. Like, say for instance, right? You are with your dude, and y'all been together for eight years, and he ate your vagina for those eight years, and then he wakes up and says, "You know what? Hey, I don't want to eat pussy no more." How would you feel? 
So, I mean, so you would be like, oh, that's different. Fuck? Okay, but that's different because this is my hormones have been <laughs> fucked up. This is me being irritable and bloated and all that kind of shit. That's a completely different thing. And it's like, that's a body change. You're deciding that you just don't want to eat my vagina more. Like, you're taking away some sex. Like, I mean, when we think about it in theory, like to him, she is taking away the well, best part of sex, the feeling of it. So it's like, Okay, but he, he don't have to come in her neither. We gave other options. No, no, you're right. You're right. He can pull out. Pull out. <laughs> okay, so let me break it down for you, sis. I think option number one would be for him to start pulling out. If y'all don't want to, if you don't want to take the, the birth control and he don't want to use the condoms, y'all got to pull out. Okay? Uh, option number two, you could either, he could get a vasectomy. Snip it up. You could get your tie tied. Snip and tie. Okay, but that, that's a little extreme. So before that, oh, I would say to try, yeah, try, try different condoms or a female condom, and see how and that, toys, you know, yeah. spice up the sex life yeah. so he don't feel like he's missing as much. Yeah, get you some toys, learn some tricks, do a little something. Use your mouth a little more. Grapefruit them. Oh, oh, have y'all ever grapefruited somebody? No, because okay. she. What, what happened in the movie? Did she get in this pee hole or something? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's so sad. I would do ah! that. <laughs> you would get it. How does she get it in there? Yeah, would, that's what I'm saying. I'm awkward as hell. I just use my. It's a hole. <gasps> All right. <Him. laughs> so, does anybody else have any more suggestions for our homegirl? And if that don't work, sis, leave his ass. Leave him. Dump Bye. Em. Get you Dump some. Him. Get you some. Um, <laughs> stranded. Stranded on desert island vagina. Oh my god. <laughs> your worst enemy. Hey. your worst enemy. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna move right along to affirmations. I guess it's me. I'm moving along. We're we're wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Not so long. Farewell to you, my friend. Are you serious? For now, until we meet again. Y'all real as fuck. Wait, my hands are Wow. Okay, so we're gonna move on to our um affirmation. Before we get there, we want to remind y'all to um five stars because we funny as fuck. Period. Um, subscribe to all our shit. Like go on there, how I listen to it on every streaming service because it's a little look. It's a hidden trick on every different streaming service. You, Jk. Um, so follow us, uh, like us, and then uh, I mean subscribe to us, like our stuff, and follow us on homegirls.podcast on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Woo! Yes. You can Christina. And on Twitter. Whatever and homegirlspot <laughs> underscore on Twitter. Twitter. Great. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, check our Instagram because I did take my time to make us a link tree. So, all of our links are just in one little packaged little area on our Instagram. Click right the link and you'll you. have everything you need. Um, once again, just put it out there if you need any advice. Um, email us at askyourhomegirls.com. Ask your homegirls at gmail.com. And um, affirmations. Jazz, would you like to start off our affirmation? I and sure when you will. do it, make, tell them your Instagram name and stuff so we, they can make sure they follow us. Alrighty. Alright, y'all. It's your girl Jazz. Follow me on Twitter at smooth underscore jazz underscore underscore. And your affirmation for today is my favorite lately. I am choosing to love myself as deeply as I love others. And I'm learning to trust that I am worthy of my own tenderness. So love yourself. Focus on you sometimes and get away. <laughs> So that's my affirmation for the week. I like that. 
Okay, I'll go next. Uh, my affirmation comes from spiritual world. It says, make room for another beautiful blessing. God is up to something. So even though you feel like you're not going to, you're reaching your breaking point, you don't give up. You hold out because the Lord always has something in your favors. Things don't go out, don't go well the first times because he's opening doors for you to get to where you need to be in his plan. Amen. Yeah, give me a shout. Oh, and my Twitter is the, T-H-A, Trillis, T-R-I-L-L-E-S-T, six. Is it the underscore six or six? I'll pop up. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go. Um, my affirmation, I guess it's always going to be something from somebody's song because I, I don't know. Um, so my affirmation is, I'm going to make you do what it do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Jamie Five. Yeah, we got the same birthday. That's my guy. Hey. But um, so yeah, just do what the fuck you got to do. Um, uh, Say, I'm going to make you do what it do and make that shit happen, period. You are nothing without your word. My Twitter name is C-E-E underscore Thugger with two Gs. Um, Thugger. C-E-E underscore Thugger underscore with two Gs. Okay, so um, my affirmation is coming from a song as well. And it is say, nigga, I don't want to talk. <laughs> Meet me at the bank. Show me what you really about. That's their birthday. Niggas ain't real when the shit really count. Mm-hmm. That's why I keep my little cat name out. Hey. Say, bitch. I don't got a cap. Everything I talk, yeah, I really did that. If you want to be, my bitch gonna scratch. For real. I had all the money, so I gotta handle that, you know. So, Ow. you know, I just gotta tell y'all, like, bitch, you are the realest one, bitch. <laughs> keep it you real keep it real. really real. Goddamn. If I gotta credit some fuck, I gotta feel. I'm getting money. It, it is, is what it is. is. They wanna know. Okay, y'all, let me leave y'all with mine. So my affirmation, this is Temp, uh, on Twitter, Temp, wait, I'm lying, on Twitter, Tempest <laughs> Storm, um, my, your biggest dreams are about to come into fruition, sis. Yes. My biggest dreams are about to come into fruition, point blank, period. Climbing it. And um, I just want to, like, leave a little Easter egg. Make sure you guys stay tuned. We will be having some merch soon for y'all. Um, I'm really excited about that, and I know that you guys will love it as well. Anything else, guys? That's it. That's all. Bye. 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 Show me what you really about. Niggas ain't real when the shit really count. That's why I keep my little cat and they mine.